In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. It's time for Motherhood Talk Radio, the most powerful voice in women's issues today, with Sandra Beck and Christy Holly. Ladies, Motherhood Talk Radio is here to give you a powerful platform by giving you interesting, inspiring, and influential information as you navigate everything from childcare to corporate formation. Motherhood Talk Radio has interviews with best-selling authors, gurus of happiness, and women of interest who every single day make our world a better place for our families. Motherhood Talk Radio, powered by Motherhood Incorporated, is on the air now. Moms, this really is your show. Motherhood Talk Radio. And now, here are your hosts, Sandra Bell and Christy Holland. Hey, mamas. This is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with my co-host who's sporting a breath mint, Christy Holly. This is right. I need one. Yeah, well, it's Fit to Strip Challenge today, so how many calories is that? Oh, well, I think it's only like, I don't know, six. I crunch them down when I'm stressed out, so. I don't know. They're actually good stress relief, I think. I only, I can't even eat it now because um, don't be so loud. Oh, yeah, we don't want to hear you crunching, especially on the Fit to Strip Challenge. I know. <laughs> I'll spare you guys. That sounds like a plan. Well, we have a good show today because we have joining us, hopefully we have joining us, we're trying to reach him, we're trying to reach um, Sergeant Richard Gonzalez, and he is a Marine, uh, Marine Sergeant, who's going to talk to us a little bit about the experience I had in the airport while I was on vacation. Oh, what yeah. experience was that? Well, first of all, I want to know, did you miss me? Of course, I totally missed you. Good. I totally did. I was here all by myself last week. <gasps> and Well, not Rick was here. He was helping me. He was calming me down. <laughs> Our babysitter. <laughs> he was talking me off the... Off the roof. Um, yes. And the week before, and I, yes, I totally missed you. Oh, good. I'm like, all here at your house, and you're not here. Well, and Suzanne did such a good job hosting. She did. I was so proud of her, except then I was like, oh, I could still be replaced, like, instantly. Mm, well, <laughs> I'm like, that's probably it. I could be replaced, too. Well, but I, so we want to say thank you to Suzanne for yes. doing such a smashing job. Thank you, Suzanne. She did a wonderful job. So I want to tell you what happened to me uh, this week. When I, was, when I was flying out to New York, I was on a Southwest Airlines flight, and um, the kids and I were flying by ourselves, and I'm, like, lugging all my luggage on, lugging the kids on, and... and um, there were 20 Marines from Camp Pendleton that got on the plane, and they were all exhausted and tired. I don't know where they had come from, but they had picked up the flight in Los Angeles. And, you know, people on the plane were so great, you know, but, but they were, like, hugging them and shaking their hands. And, and I felt so sorry for this one Marine because, you know, he was trying to sleep. He was clearly dead. He looked like he had probably been up 24 hours at least, and who knows how long they had been in transit because they were going on leave. And he was so exhausted and you know, some guy comes up and he's like, I really want to thank you. He's like, I really want to buy you a drink. And the poor guy's like, I just want to sleep. <laughs> and um, so what happened was, you know, and I want to thank the Marines from Camp Pendleton because getting off the plane when both my kids were asleep at midnight 
and all my luggage. They carried my kids off. They carried Aww. my bags off. I would have stopped to take a picture. Let's well. <laughs> <laughs> photograph them as they work. <laughs> but I do Aww. want to thank the Marines down at Camp Pendleton that were en route to Buffalo two weeks ago, um, and they helped me with my kids. They helped me get off the plane, which was really great because they were already exhausted, and it's like, I don't need you to fight in Iraq, and then come back and carry my luggage, but it was super nice. <laughs> That's awesome. That's um, awesome. But what was interesting is yesterday on our sister show, um, Military Mom Talk Radio, we did a show about PTSD. And um, the uh, soldier that was on, or I'm sorry, the Marine that was on yesterday was talking about his experiences with PTSD. Which PTSD is what? Is post-traumatic stress disorder. Okay. It's um, something that occurs when you put a kind of a normal body in an abnormal situation, like taking a healthy young man or woman, like a Marine, putting them in a war zone. They come back with certain things that are um, cause them to have difficulties. And so we've been doing these shows for Freedom Dogs, which are dogs that help these soldiers maneuver situations. But what struck me as interesting is that, um, and apparently he's not going to be able to wit- be with us today, uh-huh. But um, what was interesting to me is what Richard was saying on the air yesterday was that he's like, you know, when you come back, you've been in combat, and Richard himself had been shot multiple times by an AK-47, and he came back, and he's in rehab, and he's married, and he's got, I think, five kids. But um, he said it's really overwhelming, and it's not good when people come up and they touch the Marines and the soldiers, or they want to give them a hug, they get in that personal space, because he said one of the things that happens when you have PTSD is that you're, you know, you have like this escape thing, you you don't want to be in contact, and these people are strangers, and as well-meaning as they are, right? Um, he said it's, it's great to have his freedom dog with him, because people focus on the dog and not him, they're less apt to touch him, they'd rather touch the dog. And since I was on the airplane and I witnessed all this stuff where people were trying to show their support, which is really wonderful, sometimes the way in which we show our respect and our support to them is not what they need. What do you think that they need? How can well, he, he some of the things he said would be that you know that you know don't try to shake their hand, don't try to touch them, keep a distance you know, away from them where you can say, you know, thank you very much, I appreciate your service, but kind of keep that, like, two-foot distance between them because you don't want to get in their personal space. Now, and do you think it's, like, all of them? I well, mean, I don't think that it's every same, soldier. I know, but, I mean, like, someone that, that is experiencing that, I speak, no. Um, do you think that they all have that, like, okay, well, like the, you that know, the feeling therapist that it? we had on, yeah, the therapist that we had on said that 40% of, they believe that 40% of our Marines and soldiers coming home experience some sort of PTSD. And, you know, that giving that space mm-hmm. between you and that other person is recommended. And that's really pretty much all I wanted to share with, um, with everybody today because, you know, Richard, who was on the show yesterday, and this show reaches a different demographic, you know, he really appreciated the well-meaningness. And I think if, if anybody had told me, like, for me to go up and say, oh, you know, I'm so glad that you did this, and then give them a hug or shake their hand is not what they wanted, um, I would want to know. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I think, absolutely. like he said, he said it best. I think he said, like, you know, let them approach you. Like, if they put their hand out to shake your hand, you know, then you can shake their hand. But for you to come in and get into that personal space thing, um, is is not really the greatest thing for, you know, 
for, you know, and you wouldn't know. And they may not even know they're suffering from PTSD. So he just said, well-meaning words are really appreciated. And, and um, but, you know, some of these, you know, this lady was like grabbing on this guy's arm. And, you know, and of course, you know, there are idiot people everywhere. But, you know, I just thought there's our public service announcement for Motherhood Incorporated. Very good. Very good. And Motherhood Talk Radio. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so that's pretty much, that's pretty much my vacation in a nutshell. It was, you know, let the Marines carry my stuff off, lay around by the lake for a couple of weeks, and then come back. Did you just lay around, or did you ski? What did you guys do? Oh, I did. We went tubing. We, you know, I went diving with my niece, and I got to tell you, my niece is so fantastic because she's just not afraid of anything. She's like nine years old, and she sits there with her big blue eyes and her big head of blonde hair, and we went diving in the weeds, and she was coming out, you know, just doing everything, and it's like, I'm just so proud of our girls today because, you know, they can do anything that they want to do. Yep, anything. And anything. as long as you give them the chance to do it. Well, know. she reminds me a lot of your daughter, Hannah. Oh. Yeah, because we are big <laughs> Hannah fans over here. Um, because Hannah is, is uh, she's a go-to girl. Yeah, she is. You know, I watch her in my pool. She's jumping there neck and neck with the boys, and yet she's still feminine and pretty. <laughs> And, um, you know, it's just it's just great. I think it's a wonderful opportunity that our girls have today that, you know, we had more opportunity than our moms and, you know, and certainly a lot more than our grandmas. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So how did you do diet-wise? Diet-wise, well. <laughs> well. Well. Two weeks. <laughs> two weeks. Um, I didn't do horrible. But I didn't do great either. Like, in between, um, I don't know where these the time went. I mean, like, I swear, when people say time flies, it does. Because I'm like, oh, my God, it's already Tuesday, and I didn't work out, you know, like I planned to. And, you know, all these other things are taking me away from the things I need to do for myself. It's true. I know. It's true. Well, and it's so funny because, like, I don't know about you, but, like, when I was on the airplane flying to New York, you know, the kids were asleep, and, you know, it was that quiet time, and I like to plan when I'm on airplane trips because you can't really do anything else other than, like, you know, jam <laughs> up, sit there, listen to your iPod. And, um, but we, you know, I was sitting there going, I'm like, okay, here's the things I'm going to do because my parents live right on the water. I'm like, okay, I'm going to swim every day. I'm going to swim laps. I'm going to do this. And I packed my yoga, you know, what? DVDs. I did. Did you I open them? No! <laughs> you carried them around. Good resistance, though. That's good resistance. <laughs> they actually went on vacation with me. My, my workout DVDs, because I thought, oh, I'm going to have all this time. And, um, you know, in reality, all I did pretty much, I mean, I did swim a lot, but it wasn't workout swim. It was swimming with the kids and, you know, going out into the raft and jumping off the dock. And So that's good exercise. I mean, not an intentional exercise, but it's good, you know, anytime you're moving around. Right, Great. it was unintentional, you know. you know, but it was the byproduct of me being wanting to share this time with my niece and nephew. It was not any effort on my part. It was effort, but, but, and what was weird was that, you know, I, I had this, the time. I had the time to do, and I even had my personal DVD player, you know, the kid's little movie player, and I'm like, all I had to do was pop that yoga video in before I went to bed, <laughs> and you know what I did? I laid on the bed, I plugged into my iPod, I picked up my phone, and I texted you and Denise and Rick. <laughs> I know you you missed us so much, I didn't did. you? I did, I did. But here's, I had the opportunity to do this, and I didn't. Well, you always, 
I know, but you don't ever have time just to lay around by yourself. I don't that's know, true. You know, so that's, that's kind of, Yeah, that was know. a vacation there because my brothers and sisters, you know, uh, Stephen, Susan, and Jill, and my mom and dad, Gloria and Bob, were outstanding and watching my good children. Good job, good job. So I could sleep, like, seriously, like 12 hours a day. You well, needed that. We've got to go to break soon, and um, I'm here at Motherhood Talk Radio with Christy Holly, and in our upcoming next segment, we are going to have Suzanne Sladek-Wilson, who was our host yes, the was. last two weeks, but this time we're bringing her on, not because she's a host or a bead guru, but we're going to talk about diabetes, a diabetes bracelet, and there may be some peer pressure. You never know. You never know. You never know. Mom, here's your show, Motherhood Talk Radio, giving you interesting, inspiring, and influential information as you navigate everything from child care to corporate formation. This is Motherhood Talk Radio, and we'll be right back after these. Girlfriend It is on Toginet. Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central, with your hosts, Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan. This show is your chance to share, learn, laugh, and connect with other women. The Girlfriend It principle was born out of loss. Lisa had recently had her mother pass away from cancer, and my mom um, was murdered. A man just walking into a room and started a 23-second shooting spree. I think one of the things we both realized going through those tragedies is that you can be extremely okay and be extremely sad. Check out GirlfriendIt.com. And then be a part of Girlfriend It, the radio show, Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central. You know, your boyfriend or, or your husband or whatever, they don't totally understand that emotional side to a woman like another woman does. And I think that's so important just to have mm-hmm. somebody that you go, she gets me. Check out the website, GirlfriendIt.com. Don't miss Girlfriend It with Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan. Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central on Toginet.com. What's your story? Are you living it? Well, you could be. It's What's Your Story with Hillary Bilbrey. Friday mornings at 10 Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Her passion is helping others discover, create, and live their personal brands. Yep, you heard me. You have a brand. No different than Coke, Pepsi, or Nike. You are a walking, talking, living, breathing brand. You're not a logo. You're not a tagline. The choices you make become the path you take. This is your brand. Now, live your story. Your brand is not just what you say it is. It's also what others say it is. So what are you communicating? And how can you create an authentic brand? We'll take on these challenges with What's Your Story? Every week, Hillary will feature teens, moms, and organizations that are learning and living their story. Now, her passion is to help others discover, create, and live their personal brands. To find out more, go to inspiredbyfamily.com. It's What's Your Story with Hillary Bilbrey. Friday mornings at 10 Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Motherhood Talk Radio, the most powerful voice in women's issues. For more information, check out the website, motherhoodtalkradio.com. Now, let's get back to the show with your hosts, Sandra Back and Christy Holly. Hey, Mama Sandra. Back, except, Christy, what are you going to do? This is Christy Holly, and we're going to talk to Suzanne Laddick Wilson about <laughs> diabetes. <laughs> See, you did yeah. so good. You, yeah, 
up. I thought I'm in trouble. I know. Yes. That's the one and only time. (laughs) The one and only time. Well, you did an outstanding job bringing us back in from that segment. (laughs) Yeah, Christy is talking. That is Christy. I am talking, people. (laughs) This is really the Christy Holly show today. Yeah, not. Yeah, well, you know what? You're doing really good. Oh, thanks. Yes. Okay. So we have, okay, get off me now. Oh, wait, that doesn't sound right. Uh, <laughs> this is a Christian network. This is a Christian network. And we are, but you know what? I do have to tell people that we are registered domestic partners according to, <gasps> I won't say who. You can't say. No, but we registered as a family, Christy and I, because we got such a really good discount. Because if we had to buy two family passes, and in California you can register as domestic partners for certain things, so... We won't say when and where, but <sighs> we're fraudulent. Pretty much. Fraud, 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 fraud. Saved us 60 bucks, though. That's true. That's true. That's and $60 true. goes a long way. Absolutely. In fact, speaking of spending money, how's this segue? <laughs> we have Suzanne Sladek-Wilson today. Hey, Suzanne. Hey, ladies. How are you? Good. Good. And you have a special bracelet that's for sale on Beachboria Boutique. <laughs> Not as if my company created that, and I should know that. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> but so why don't you tell us a little bit about this special bracelet, where people can go to find it, why it's so special, mm-hmm. and um, what is it for? Well, it's it's special because it's to raise money for a disease that's very close to my heart, which is diabetes. Diabetes affects so many people today, and a person close to us, which is my son's best friend, his name's Daniel, was diagnosed uh, in December of 2008. Uh, He had been living his life normally. Um, Parents all of a sudden noticed that he seemed to be going to the bathroom a lot, noticed he seemed to be getting unusually thin. Um, By the time that they figured this out, they uh, brushed him to the doctor's office, and he had a blood sugar level of 625. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Yes. And if, for those of you who do, might not know about diabetes, normal is between about 80 and 150. So his blood sugar was extremely high. And they, he was in the hospital for not quite a week, but we went and visited him, and my son got to see him. And we were very lucky that we got to be part of the education process and learn, you know, because he was my son's friend, what it would take to take care of him so that if he were in my care, that if there was a problem, I'd be able to take care of him. And it's been learning that, you know, every two hours he has to test. When we go out for outings, I have to have food with us in case he gets too low. We have to make sure he has his diabetic kit with him at all times. Um, you know, there's a lot of work to it. And, you know, just to have it be as normal of a life as a possible for him. But diabetes also has hit my father-in-law who passed away. He had complications from type 2 diabetes. And my dad struggles with, with diabetes also. So it, it's really something close to our heart. So we figured that myself and, and at my friend Celine, who is Daniel's mother's, prompting that we wanted to do something about it. And we decided to become part of the Step Out to Fight Diabetes. And now why is it called Step Out, do you know? 
Yes, because it is a huge walk that is done at over 150 locations throughout the country. Really? Yes. Yeah. And I'm going to be walking in the one that's in Buffalo Grove, Illinois. And it's Which is about, why we have you on the Fit to Strip Challenge because yes. it's weight-related, or at least fitness-related. Fitness-related, yes. So, Which can turn into weight-related when you get all, like, start losing weight from training for it. Exactly. And let's face it, this body needs to learn how to move if I'm going to be doing four miles. <laughs> That's right. So, yeah, it, it's, it's, and also, if it does run in my family, you know, one of the best things you can do is to be at a healthy weight, especially for type 2 diabetes. Well, and diabetes affects 6% of the population in the U.S. currently, and the type 2 diabetes, which is what we're talking about, the kind that is, is more weight-related, is 90% of those cases. Yeah, yeah. And so does, I'm sorry, does your friend's little boy have type 1 or type 2? I'm sorry, I didn't hear. He, he has type 1. Type 1. Generally, kids are, have type 1 because it means that the pancreas has stopped working completely. Sometimes with type 2, the pancreas may not be working correctly and may just need to have some added insulin to work correctly or may stop altogether. But type 1 means that something has happened and it's stopped altogether. Well, and for more information, since, you know, you are you own a bead company, I own an Internet company, and Christy owns a family company. That's right. <laughs> None of us are doctors or right. in this matter. You might want to check out uh, www.diabetes.org. That's D-I-A-B-E-T-E-S.org. And to find out more about uh, Step Out, which we're going to talk about in a few minutes. And thank you, Robin, in New Hampshire for sending us this information in. Check out stepoutdiabetes.org. That's stepout.diabetes.org. So, Suzanne, tell us about your bracelet. Well, I decided that I wanted to raise money for our team that's going to be walking by selling one of my handmade bracelets. Ooh, that is really pretty. It is really pretty. Yes, and what I did was I used a beautiful deep red, it's called Siam Red Swarovski Crystal in designing the bracelet because that is part of the color scheme for the step out is that nice, beautiful deep red. And it has beautiful pewter silver beads that it is designed with. And it's one of those pieces where it could be worn every day or it could be worn on a special occasion. And over 50% of the purchase price will go to the Diabetes Walk. Now, Suzanne, do we buy this on BeadforiaBoutique.com or do we go to your blog, BeadforiaBlog, to buy it? Well, you can actually go through my blog, BeadforiaBlog.com, or you can go directly to BeadforiaBoutique.com. Or if you would rather just sponsor me for the walk or my team, you can go to my blog and you can click through that way and just directly donate to my site. Well, if you're on Suzanne's um, website, which we're on today, BeadforiaBoutique.com, you can see Daniel's bracelet um, in, under jewelry in the bracelet section. Isn't it pretty? It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Well, and I can tell you, like, you know, when I saw this when, when Suzanne first designed it, she shared it with me, 
And I happen to be going to Michael's for a completely unrelated thing because we know I'm completely craft impaired. <laughs> crafty. <laughs> I was crafty, but I should have taken me with you. I'm just as oh, crafty as you. We are. We're gonna we're gonna try making a bracelet, Christy and I. Yes, yes. But so I, anyways, I so I, you know, I had Suzanne's picture of this bracelet in my phone, and I was like, oh, that's so pretty. And I thought, you know, I just cruised by the bead aisle. I think I'll copy it. I did. <laughs> I was like, I wonder if I could make one like this. And, you know, not that I, you know, I would, of course, buy one for, from Suzanne. But, you know, and I, when I got there, I was like, oh, my gosh, her stuff is so much better. Like, the beads, I tried to find these, like, squirrely heart-shaped silver beads. I couldn't find them. I mean, they didn't have that nice stuff, and they didn't have the really, really rich ruby red crystals. That really is what makes this bracelet really shine. Right, and all this is hand-selected by me. I have vendors that I meet with personally, and I go through bags and bags and bags finding the beads that I feel are the best quality and are the nicest out there. Well, and they have, it has a nice weight to it. Yes. You know, it doesn't right. feel, you know, it doesn't feel chintzy and, you know, I don't even know if I can say that word. It's probably <laughs> objectionable somewhere. And um, I'm sensitive to this because of that, the person who wrote in that didn't like that we used the word fat. Aw. Yeah. It wasn't me, I swear. No, no, well, what was interesting about that, and just to segue a little bit away from the bracelet, um, it's interesting that, you know, Stupid Diet Guy could talk about hopping in a pickup truck with his redneck brothers. I don't think he said redneck. I think it added that in. <laughs> what? What? Um, you know, and they went whale watching. But no, no, I say fat. And they, you know, somebody wrote in and said that that's not empowering to women. Mm. So I was like, I, I, I had to disagree because, you know, I think it's just universally insulting. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think it's disempowering to women. But it uh, could be empowering. I mean, it just depends, I guess, on, on the person. If I said, hey, you're fat, you will just hit the track and, like, go shopping for a bikini? Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I know. I, think, I call I myself fat. I do, too. I think it's yeah. empowering that we're, we're wanting to make healthier choices for our lives. That's empowering. That's true. Well, and I think part of, it, you know, and get me if I'm wrong, girls. I, you know, I'll probably get more hate mail from this <laughs> statement. But part of, part of being in denial about your size is using these euphemistic words or, you know, words that are like, like if you say, oh, I'm big boned or I'm a big girl. It's like, no, sister, I'm fat. I'm fat, I eat too much, I don't work out enough. And it's like until you get down to that baseline realization that you are fat and you mm -hmm. need to make some changes. I mean, I'm not, not endorsing eating disorders here, but, but there has to be a point at which you look in the mirror and go, okay, <clears throat> this is too big, this is too much. And for some of us, it's to admit that we're fat. It is, because if people that you surround yourself with are just like, oh, it's okay, oh, you look great, or oh, you're fine, that looks fine on you, and when it doesn't, um, I don't know, it's just kind of like, a, oh, it's okay, it's like a free pass, but you're not really helped. I'm not saying you should be like, oh, hey, girl, you, you know, <laughs> you need to lose weight. I mean, we all know what we need to do. Right. Like, right. everybody looks in the mirror, everybody, you know, gets naked. Right, and you have see, to button your pants you at some point. You see what you see, you know, and just because you put clothes over it doesn't make it disappear. That's you true. Know? I mean, seriously. And um, we're going to go to commercial break now. I'm here with Christy Holly. My name is Sandra Beck. This is Motherhood Talk Radio. Our guest today is Suzanne Sladek Wilson, and she has this outstanding bracelet for sale at uh, Beadforia Boutique for $39.95, and it supports uh, diabetes. And when we come back, 
Suzanne is going to talk to us about using accessories. Talk about covering up the fat girls. Okay, bring on the hate mail. Accessorize. Mom, here's your show, Motherhood Talk Radio. Giving you interesting, inspiring, and influential information as you navigate everything from child care to corporate formation. This is Motherhood Talk Radio, and we'll be right back after these. No more mommy madness. The Sanity Hour is the antidote. It's the Sanity Hour with Ann Dunnewald. Monday evenings at 6, 7 central. Part of the Her Insight Network on Toginet.com. Join Ann as she guides parents through issues that arise from simply living in our current high-energy, high-pressure culture of perfection and achievement. Moms and dads are bombarded daily. Sign up for this, buy that, enrich your child's life, enhance your child's development, worry about this danger, provide this experience. Ann Dunnewald, Ph.D., is here to help. She's a licensed psychologist in independent practice in Dallas, specializing in women's mental health issues. And her mission here is to help women sort out the guilt and anxiety of the unrealistic demands of motherhood on a daily basis. For more information on her and her books, go to AnnDunnewald.com. That's A-N-N-D-U-N-N-E-W-O-L-D.com. Arming women against the pressures of modern motherhood. Here to give moms balance and expectations. Cutting themselves some slack. It's the Sanity Hour with Ann Dunnewald. Monday evenings at 6, 7 Central. Part of the Her Insight Network on Toginet.com. Let's chat it up with Bloom Talk with Barb Skyla on Toginet. Thursday afternoons at 3 Eastern, 2 Central. And find out how women are growing, blossoming, and blooming in their friendships and careers, health, and so much more. It's Bloom Talk with Barb Scala. Check out our website, bloomwithbarb.com. Whether you want to transplant your life or just do a little pruning, Bloom Talk will inspire you to cultivate the lifestyle you want to live. Join lifestyle coach and co-author of Sanity Savers, Barb Scala, each week on Bloom Talk and sprout your dreams. Grow your life. I hear a lot from women. I want meaning in my life. I want a fulfilling life. I want to do something that's exciting. and I can control my life instead of my life controlling me. I can tell the world this is who I am and, and this is what I'm all about. Barb will introduce you to dynamic guests and real women who are redesigning, re- building and reinventing their own lives and bloomstorm how you can dream create and grow the lifestyle you want to live it's bloom talk with barb scala thursday afternoons at three eastern two central on toginet.com welcome back to motherhood talk radio the most powerful voice in women's issues for more information check out the website motherhoodtalkradio.com now let's get back to the show with your hosts sandra back and christy holly <laughs> hey, mamas. This is Sandra Beck, and I have Christy Holly here on Motherhood Talk Radio. And we are, uh, I think we're show number four in our Fit District Challenge already. I think so. Uh, I think so. I know we, we don't really have the stellar results. <laughs> I know. Dang it. Oh. But we're going to share with you, when we took our original photos oh. for the beginning of Fit to Strip, and, and actually before we even get into that, we want, to, we want to put the word out to the Swanson family, Rick's family. They are um, handling the illness of a very beloved grandfather. So Rick is not on the show today. He's not in. And we just want to send out to his whole family lots of love and support and um, anything we can do from the airwaves to send over to comfort them at this time. Yes. Yeah. That's a good thing. And so because of that, we will refrain from making fun. <laughs> he gets a free pass. Guy. He gets a free, free pass, pass this week. week. But you know who doesn't get a free pass? 
Well, <laughs> wrote in about the fat. So here's what I have to say. Fat kids, fat dogs, fat cows, fat pigs, fat girls, fat boys, fat men, fat women, fat cats, fat feet, fat arms, fat, 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 fat. <laughs> and I don't mean it in the cool baby fat kind of way, which is P-H-A-T. I mean big fat F-A-T. Yuck, yuck. <laughs> now, if that's not empowering... I don't know what it is. <laughs> She's probably <laughs> jumping on her treadmill right now. Probably, probably. <laughs> and, sending uh, you a poison pen letter. We're sending you a poison pen letter. But something very funny happened when we were doing the Fit to Strip uh, challenge photos. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? What? Well, I was taking your photo. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I gave you a bit of advice. Oh, you don't want to know what she said? She told me. Suck in your arms. Suck them in. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, friend. <laughs> Suck in your fat arms. <laughs> Although, my advice, I know, I know. My advice, do not, when you're taking your picture, you must hold your elbows out. Do not lean them flat against any part of your body. That is bad. You, you will get bad results. You will get very, because <laughs> Staying. You have a beautiful body. Okay, I'm looking at it right now. But when you did that pose with your arms smashed flat I against your know. Body, it was... Your arm was bigger than your leg. I know. I know. That's why I'm giving the advice. You may stand at an angle. Yep. Arm out on your hip. Yep. Don't do flatten not it. flatten it against any part of your body or like lay it on a piece of <laughs> like a railing. Don't do it. Yeah. No. I'm just saying, for better pictures, wedding pictures, birthday picture, anything. Anything. Please. Anything. Well, at least at birthday parties, you're usually going to pick up a child as a human shield. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, let me just put this child in front of whatever jelly roll muffin top, you know, arm fat that has to be photographed and just slide the child in front of it. Shoot neck up. Neck up. <laughs> neck up. Neck up. And your good friends oh. will do that. Your good you. friends. And your good friends will tell you to suck in your arms. Usually they will. I did. I know. You know, I, I, I've been guilty of not doing that before. I mean, I, I'm not, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I will, you know, I've done the whole like, oh, yes, that does look good. And when I know, like, oh, geez, it, you know, something does so It's like doesn't. the angle. It's like, you know, you take your one, your left foot. One of my girls, I used to work with a lot of girls from the Ford Modeling Agency, and they taught me to take your left foot, point it toe forward, angle your hip back, Christy's doing this right now. <laughs> How do you, like, remember when you're taking a picture? Like, wait, look, yes, yes, like, look, like this, angle back, yeah, like that, and go on an angle, and you look long and lean, even though you might look roly-poly, plumpy, and <laughs> All the pictures are all the same. <laughs> same pose. Mine do. Like, same, like, chin. Don't, don't put your chin down either. Oh, no. Do not do that. Don't take your picture from the top down. Right. Don't take top down. Don't put your neck back, because then it's like, gobble, gobble, gobble. <laughs> like... <laughs> That's just a little advice. Yeah. But there are some things we can do. I mean, now that we've, we've hammered the fat one to death, um, <laughs> when, we do have to, um, when we do have to go out in public <laughs> and be photographed or right. interviewed, you know, things like that, we do have tricks that we can use, like, you know, wearing the, you know, head-to-toe slimming color, you know, black, brown, navy blue. <laughs> Solid colors. Solid colors. No <laughs> patterns. No horizontal stripes. Um, we can do some other things that, um, you know, that that help 
detract the eyes. Trick the eyes. Trick the eyes from our ginormous hips. <laughs> you know, things like that. Um, and Suzanne. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still here. You're still here. Sorry, we've been just blabbing away. Um, Sandra, like, I'm not used to this. <laughs> what can we do as women when we're going out through the use of like jewelry and scarves because we're going to make you the like jewelry accessory maven because I know you have done public speaking at different events uh, throughout Chicago about how to accessorize and how to put your best foot forward and mm-hmm. we're going to talk about putting your best ass forward <laughs> Well, well oh, asset. Oh, well, yeah, asset. There you go. How to, how to make the most of your assets. Yes. Well, first yes. of all is when you do go out, make sure you do have jewelry on. A lot of times women thinking being in the corporate world that they will have a tendency to not wear anything, and that's a mistake because you really want to bring your personality to the workplace. They will wear you know, they're, they're proper suits with a white shirt underneath, and then they won't wear any jewelry, any necklaces, earrings, bracelets, thinking that it looks more professional, when quite the opposite is true. But it's almost like having a Sunday and not having the whipped cream and the cherry on top. It just completes the whole package. And by having a little... Wait, okay, we cannot have any food references from this point onward. Suzanne, on, have the whipped cream. How can we have the that? I have an idea, though. You know, it's like if you were going to a corporate event, if you showed up buck naked, they, <gasps> would, <mom! laughs> they would be so shocked. They wouldn't see the muffin top or the, like, jiggly thighs. They would just be completely horrified <laughs> at the top of the... <laughs> Feeling they don't faint. Yeah. yeah, you know, Robin from New Hampshire typed in on our Togi chat. She says, "We are not great. We are not fat. We just have great personalities." I'm like, "Too bad our personalities are stuffed into our genes." But go ahead, Suzanne. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, you. Yes. <laughs> well, one of the things is that we want to note have people look at our faces because we have something important to say, and by wearing a scarf with bold colors or a statement piece of jewelry that really draws the eye to the face and frames the face. It makes people notice you more and pay attention where you want them to pay attention to. That's true. So if you want them to notice the girls, like, you know, I I know this from dating now, that if I want the girls to be noticed, I wear a pendant that sits right between the girls. There you go. There's a little bit of sparkle there that's like, hey, look at me, look at me. <laughs> and I'd rather have them look at the girls than I don't even know what to call the downward area. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's the thing. And also, if you let's say that you're going to sign a contract, how nice is it to have a nice statement bracelet on, something that's strong and <laughs> shows people that it's, that it's powerful, that you're powerful, and that's really important. And... You know, I think that it's also important that we remember that we can show a little bit of our personalities, speaking of personalities, through our accessories that we wear. You know, whether it's a pair of red shoes with a black dress or some really funky necklace that shows who we really are, it's, it's a fun way to 
put our best foot forward. So basically, basically what you're telling me is to, to wear something that draws the eye away from what you don't want people to notice. So, right. 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 If you're going to a party, just carry a, a strobe light. <laughs> put a strobe light in your hand, walk around. People will notice the strobe light, look at the strobe light, and not even notice what you're wearing. Hey, and if you don't want to do a strobe light, get a real flashy bracelet, see? And it could almost and act like jingle. a flashlight, strobe light. That's true, because when I worked in Beverly Hills, I'd see these women with ginormous diamonds. I mean, like, huge, huge, like you could put them in a lighthouse diamond. And I was so fascinated by the diamond that it was very rare that I looked at the, like, crinkly <laughs> old skin underneath. You know, I just noticed this beautiful diamond. Yes. Yes. I mean, the thing is, is that I think women have, have gotten away from wearing jewelry, and I think that's a big mistake. From wearing jewelry and accessories, they really do complete the package. Well, and I think, you know, this is a show on many levels, um, but on one level it's a show about, you know, empowerment for women, and uh, that kind of thinking makes us almost become manlike. Yeah. You know, that empowerment and powerful comes to be synonymous with not being sexy, not being fun, not being playful, and, you know, looking great at any age and looking great at any size often includes, you know, wearing great bracelets, wearing great accessories, great shoes, great bag. I mean, I'm all for, you know, looking like a girl when it's time to look like a girl, but I don't want to look like a boy. Right, right. And that's where the accessories can really make you stand out from the rest of the crowd. That's true, and it can help (laughs) us disguise some of the things that we might not be so proud of in our physical being. Right. And, you know, let's face it, us petite women, you know, a great pair of heels, there's nothing like it. But for Christy and I, we become like gargantuan <laughs> Amazon women. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but Robin like and I, who could use a couple inches, it definitely helps. It does. Well, and they make your legs look nice. Yeah. I mean, and where does it draw the eye then? That's true. Look at my feet. Look at my skinny, Ooh, petite feet. Ugly feet. Mm. No, you do yeah. not. Oh, yeah. Stop it with the ugly feet. I'm here to tell you she's hot. If I was, if I wasn't, you know, completely if you were my heterosexual. De- if you were my, my domestic partner. Oh, wait, you are. <laughs> <laughs> if I was going to have a domestic partner, you would be it. Oh, thank you. You would be it. And we look good together. Right back at you. Yeah. Well, let's see. We are here at Motherhood Talk Radio. We're here with the uh, designer of an outstanding bracelet supporting the Diabetes Foundation, so you need to check it out at BeforeYourBoutique.com, Suzanne Sladek-Wilson. My name is Sandra Beck. Christy Holly is, I don't know, running around in platform sneakers. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> I'm looking for a fly swatter. Oh, I know. There's this like, monstrous fly. I think, you know, he's Flyzilla over here. But uh, we will get you guys after the break. <laughs> show motherhood talk radio giving you interesting inspiring and influential information as you navigate everything from child care to corporate formation this is motherhood talk radio and we'll be right back after these as our loved ones get older sometimes we fear the worst such as a fall or symptoms of a heart attack or stroke while they're home alone 
and away from the telephone. Don't torture yourself, because now there's True Med Alert. Unlike other emergency response medical pendants, a True Med Alert pendant has both a microphone and speaker built in, so it can be used inside or outside of their home as far as 600 feet away. Your loved one can talk to and hear from an EMT, not just a call screener, but a real emergency medical technician, giving them the information they need to hear while help is being dispatched, so they get vital first aid instructions immediately, and they're never alone. Give them back their independence and give yourself peace of mind with a medical alert pendant from TrueMedAlert.com. That's T-R-U-E-M-E-D-Alert.com. Or call 877-755-1370. Because at TrueMedAlert.com, we hear you loud and clear. Get ready for the Not-So-Soccer Mom Tuesday afternoons at 1 Eastern, noon Central on Toginet with Jill Hickey. You name it, from politics to pop culture to Jill's search for the perfect bronzer and chicken salad. The Not-So-Soccer Mom will weigh in on it all. The sentence, I have no opinion about that, is one that Jill has never uttered. In the early 90s, Jill finally decided to put her thoughts, opinions, mom advice, love of pop culture, hummus, and Starbucks, working out, cosmetic shopping, and politics into an actual website and thus NotSoSoccerMom.com. Com was born. Shortly after her fourth child, a boy, Jerome, now she's really got tons of topics to share with you. This is Laugh Out Loud Funny, and we're not kidding. What's a loud Nebraska girl who lived in Little Rock for many years and now is up in the Northeast doing, chronicling her opinions on everything? The wheels aren't off yet, but it's close. It's the Not-So-Soccer Bomb with Jill Hickey, Tuesday afternoons at 1 Eastern, noon Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Motherhood Talk Radio, the most powerful voice in women's issues. For more information, check out the website, motherhoodtalkradio.com. Now, let's get back to the show with your hosts, Sandra Back and Christy Holly. Hey, mamas, this is Sandra Back, and I'm here with my lovely co-host, Christy Holly. Hello. <laughs> trying to sound lovely. Yes. It's very lovely. Um, we're here for the Fit to Strip Challenge number four. We do not have Stupid Diet Guy, but in his place we have Delightful Bead Lady who has uh, agreed to come on and help us accessorize our bodies when we don't feel that great about them. Yes. And um, she's short. <laughs> nice. Short. That I am. You I'm are. Foot, You're I'm short. I'm five foot two. You're five foot two, but you know Robin's even shorter. Robin, our marketing producer, out of how tall is Robin? Anybody know? Four is foot Robin eleven. No, Robin. Do you know how tall you are? He's four foot eleven. Oh my gosh! Yeah, see, he's like, like a little weenie. Drink of water there. I know. It's like you know you got the Amazon twins over here. Because <laughs> when we did our height and weight and stuff like that, it was shocking. We were almost. We were like exactly the same. We, we were had the same body fat. The same. Wait, wait, the same IQ, I don't know, whatever she said. <laughs> well, it wasn't IQ, but okay. But, but even the bone density or bone size, whatever it is, frame size, but, you oh, know, it was very four comforting. foot eight. Robin's four foot eight. Yeah. Oh, Wow, well, we could kick the crap out of these two. <laughs> like hey, we know how to go for the knees, so you better be careful. <laughs> That's true. Just get those big, long California legs and kick them right in the, anyway. But um, speaking of which, when we, you know, recently I was looking at some height and weight charts. You know, there's a couple of them out there for, like, you know, different organizations put out these height and weight charts, which are fun to look for your kids, you know, to try to predict, you know, how tall your kid's going to be. Yes. 
But I got to tell you, these height and weight charts, Christy, I don't mean to hurt your feelings, but, you know, when I looked at the height and weight thing, yeah. um, give we, it to me. We should be seven feet tall. <laughs> well, <laughs> give me some shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I will be Black going to shoes. my next doctor's appointments on stilts. <laughs> but they were, you know, it was ridiculous. It was ridiculous what, what I was supposed to weigh, what you were supposed to weigh. It's like I swam in college, even at my fittest. You know, and I'm talking swimming every day. I worked as a lifeguard, you know, and and swam. Mm-hmm. You know, I was still, you know, and I had very, very little body fat. I still didn't fit in that chart. I think yeah. those charts are ridiculous because everybody has different different bone size. Everybody has different proportions of fat. Uh, muscle, muscle weighs a lot more than fat. And, you know, it's it's not fair to go by or it's not right to go by those charts because, I mean, that can really shake someone up looking at that and going, oh, my God, I am hugely overweight when you're really, you're, you're not. No, I mean, I, I looked at these going, you know, gee, I look pretty good in the mirror. My clothes fit. I'm, I'm feeling fitter. You know, I'm actually doing some of the stuff Rona has asked us to do. You know, so I'm feeling pretty good. Look at the height and weight chart, and I'm like, oh, my God, you know, I should be, you know, seven feet tall, but... Boy, you put, you know, four foot eight Robin on there or five foot two, you know, uh, Suzanne, we could weigh them on a fruit scale for what they say they should weigh. I know, it's crazy. I think it's crazy and it's ridiculous and it's, it's, it's just wrong. So, what do you say? There's a lot of professional athletes that if you were to put them into those scales would be listed as overweight. Yeah. I now, mean, if they were baseball players, that would be right. But, <laughs> but for most athletes, but yeah, no, I mean it's just it's it's demoralizing. So I think um, we have we don't have Rick here, but I think we can we can actually vote him out because there's three of us. So yeah. you and I can vote him out. Yeah. But but Done. I think universally, motherhood motherhood talk radio and motherhood incorporated condemns height and weight charts for women. Yeah, and men. They're done. They're done. done. No more. They cease to exist. Speed four. Yeah. You want to get on board? Oh, totally. And that's part of the reason why. Weight Watchers actually will say that um, it depends on the doctor. A doctor can say that they feel that you're at the proper weight rather than going by what they consider being the proper weight. The doctor can write a note and say, I think this person is at a fine weight and they shouldn't lose any more weight. And that will trump their height. So can you still chart. be a lifetime member if your doctor gives you the weight and not them? Yes. Really? Now, if the doctor wants to date you and that's why he gave you that, <laughs> does that still qualify? I don't know if that would count. Oh, okay. I'm just wondering. I'm just wondering. And, uh, no, because I had a dentist once who wanted to date me, and he always told me I had beautiful teeth. And then I went to another dentist because I moved. He's like, you have three cavities. I'm like, <laughs> what? He's like, I guess you can't drill on somebody's teeth. I guess you can drill other places, but you can't <laughs> drill on people's teeth when Sandra. you want to call someone. I don't know. Yeah, I'm just squirrely today. I need to get out of Dodge. Where are you going to go? I'm going to go to Flagstaff. I'm going to hop in my svelte little minivan, sweet, and uh, <clears throat> go drive, 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 drive up the mountain and uh, pick up some stuff, and then I will be back on Friday. That's good alone time. <laughs> <laughs> it's good it's alone good. time. It's so great sometimes when you can just be in the car and... Be by yourself with That's yourself, and, and kind of like just control the situation. You know. So what if my it? traveling companion is a bag of chips? <laughs> well, <laughs> you just have to put them away from your 
<laughs> like on the far end of the seat. So, can't so really at least reach. I have to reach. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what were you saying, Suzanne? How long is the drive, Sandra? Oh, it's like seven hours. Oh. Yeah, I'll be driving through the desert in the middle of the night. Yeah, at least you like yourself, so it won't be like a bad I do. ride. No, no, you no. Know, I'm, I mean, a very, I'm a very wonderful companion. If I <laughs> say so. See? 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 You know, and if the radio shows up, Carrie, no pressure, no pressure, no pressure in Texas, I'll probably listen to the. I actually have downloaded a couple of our shows um, to, and, mm. to listen to them um, on the way. Don't go, ew. Oh, I laughed like it was before. No, I listened okay. to those. Oh, no. Yeah, they were good. They were good. They were good. <laughs> They were good. But they, you know, uh, we need to get back to weight loss. Yeah, we do. Yeah, because the summer is over almost. <gasps> I know. That's it's like we're entering fat sweater season. I know. And we can't cover up the skies with sweaters, people. No. I mean, it's just, you know. It doesn't really work. I mean, sometimes it works a little bit, but when you know you're disguising yourself, it just still doesn't feel good. And, and, I, and we all need to feel good. That's what I think. But then that's true. The main reason why I'm trying to get fit is for me to feel healthier. And I want to be able to do this walk without being beat tired at the end of it. And <laughs> Rolled out in a wheelbarrow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Help. But she finished. Three. And Chrissy Can't and I would be there it. pushing her. That's right. Ugh. But it does. It has, and, and I think, you know, it's it's unfair and it's unreasonable, but I think that the number on a scale does directly impact our self-image. Yeah, I, you're totally, totally, totally right on that. And it yeah. shouldn't. It shouldn't, like especially if we were on Mars and we, were, <laughs> we weighed half of what we weigh here. <laughs> or in a pool. <laughs> or in a pool, yeah. But it's true. It's true. I mean, because, you know, I'll be honest, I, I did not gain on my vacation, but I did not lose either. Oh, you didn't? No, and I thought I did because I got on the scale. You know, when I when I got home at like two o'clock in the morning, I got on the scale right away. I hopped on. I'm like, woo, lost like three pounds. But then I went downstairs because I was completely dehydrated. I drank like a mountain of water. I mean, seriously, I was like, Not I soda? think no, no, but no, I didn't drink soda. Well, okay, maybe a little bit. No, no, no. Actually, I didn't because it was like two o'clock in the morning. Oh, okay. So only a fool would do that. <laughs> yeah. Or someone with a nitro habit, but, oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Eat off limits. Yeah. Off limits. Off limits. No nitro jokes. But, um, but yeah, but I was like, but I was frustrated because I put, um, I, not that I put a lot of effort into it, but I was really physical and super physical with the kids, and I really didn't eat that much. So I was, I, I got to tell you, the, the result's a little bit disappointing. Yeah, I get that. I get that. I know. But I, I'm smaller. Like You are. Is, you know, when my, I saw you, I thought, oh. You look like you lost weight. Yeah. Like I said, what I said. I did. I currently <laughs> just moved it around. <laughs> Shift. <laughs> yeah, it was. I mean, that's true because I put my pants on. It's like my normal jeans fit. I didn't have to wear my fat pants. You know, I could put my normal jeans on. They fit good. And, you know, my shorts and stuff hang. So, you know, I know that I'm, I've rearranged. Right. But that number, that stubborn number on the scale was like... And it really doesn't mean all that much. I mean, it does, but it doesn't. You know, like you can't feel good. I mean, you can feel good, but you can't make yourself feel horrible because of the number that can't dictate your whole day because it kind of does. I know, but it shouldn't. Right, it shouldn't, it but shouldn't. it does. And it still depends it on what you had the night before. I mean, if you have a, a salty meal or, you know, something that makes you you know, retain more water or something like that. I mean, it can throw everything off. 
I mean, at least I could, you know, the numbers can all of a sudden be deceiving. And it's just it, that number, you can't go by that. It's better to go by how your clothes feel. I think so. But it was just the whole concept of like, you know, I get off the plane, I have a great trip, I had a great vacation, you know, and I am thankful that I didn't gain any weight. So that, that I'm happy, you know, I'm, I'm, I know what to be thankful for. But it was like, oh, I was just so bummed looking at that number. And then I was thinking, like, how ridiculous is this? Yeah. You know, how ridiculous is it? And, um, you know, one of the things I would like to, um, I, I'd like to go off topic for a minute is I watch Christy, like, swat this. It's like, like a bee. It is. It's like big a, as a bee. Fly. I don't know. It's probably been living in here for two weeks, Ooh, like, all. snacking on chocolate. Ew. <laughs> it's here for the weight loss, too. <laughs> you know, and that chocolate, <laughs> it's gone. It's gone. It was here for, <laughs> Sandra had a big old Hershey's chocolate bar in here for weeks. Well, I did. I, oh, I know you weren't here for two weeks. <laughs> it was standing here, but it was here. It was here for like actually close to three months before I ate it. See, and I, I thought about, <laughs> I thought about. <laughs> you should see her jump. And you want to know what scared her? It was a check. It wasn't even a bad check. It was just a paycheck hanging on the wall. It felt like a bug. Okay. Now, I am going to go away from the topic of the candy bar that I ate, my motivational candy bar, and I'm going to ask you guys to stay tuned in the next show coming up in Prescription for a Healthy Life with Bruce, uh, how do we pronounce his name, Weitzberg? Bruce Weitzberg is going to talk about curing autism in children. Uh, so I want you guys to stay tuned because after the brain-numbing <laughs> show <laughs> that we had today, let's turn around and, um, and uh, watch Bruce Weitzberg or listen to Bruce Weitzberg in his prescription for a healthy life, which as part of the Fit to Strip Challenge, we salute him. My name is Sandra Beck, Christy Holly. Christy Holly? She's saluting. <laughs> She's saluting. Thank you, uh, Suzanne Sladek-Wilson, for sharing with us the tips we had today. We hope that you will join us next week when we have uh, Lisa Kamen on the show. She's going to talk about the happiness, uh, happiness, Finding Happiness channel, so that should be pretty good. And our thanks also go out to Robin and Carrie, who supported us in the show today. Yay, girls. Yay. You say, Ricky, we hope your grandpa gets better. Yes. Soon. Okay. Thank you for being a part of Motherhood Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Christy Holly, part of the Her Insight Network on Toginet.com.